We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV.
Backed by popular demand, it's uh, Hand Raised Guys. You guys have been asking for it. Here we are. Hand Raised Guys brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. If you uh, live in the Oxford, Tupelo area, get in touch with the people at Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, South Haven, Memphis, that area, it's Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, but it's the same people. So you get the same service. The same great quality, 662-429-4429. Our thanks to them for uh, sponsoring Hand Raise Guys. This will be the Friday morning Oxford Exxon podcast as well. We're in the Clark Ford studio, 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. Uh the rest is up to you. Yeah, we got bad weather here in Oxford as we record this on Friday night. On Thursday night, I should say. 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey. Get a quote. The rest is up to you. Shop it around. Do what I've done. Hop into a Clark Ford. Today, you will love the product. You'll love the service. You'll love everything about Clark Ford and uh, all the people there. We'll take calls later on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Water open this weekend at Sardis. Also, rafters on the square, I suspect, will be buzzing because Oxford is buzzing this week. And I suspect this weekend it'll be even crazier. I think bid day here is Sunday. Sounds right. I don't, you're not keeping up? I'm not keeping up. You're not locked into the Oxford sorority scene? Uh, no. I, I, that's literally nothing to do with me, thank God, right now. Okay. So, yeah, no. I'm pretty sure it's Sunday. So, it'll be a lot going on here this weekend. So, you can check it out at rafters. Be a great place to um, post up, get a meal, grab a couple of drinks there at Rafters, and also Rafters in New Albany. Chase, how are you? I'm lovely. Um, yeah, I kind of we lost the signal. We we're watching some preseason NFL. Got, I guess, little league baseball on over here on on, on the new screen. The new that, screen that, that, that is obviously nobody here can see it, but that's new for the Clark, Clark Ford Studio here in the last week or so, which is a, it will be a big deal during football season because it gives us another screen, another I was going to turn Ole Miss game. East Tennessee soccer on, but they're in a weather delay. Yeah, it is uh, It is pouring here locally in the Oxford area um, to the point of it, it was not far off from people like pulling off the side of the highway kind of pouring on the on, on the way over here. It was, it, it, it was really coming down. So, <laughs> yeah, that's... So Will Murphy says, who's the weirdest one between the two of you in a funny, nice way? Yeah, are you going to build a scene or are we just going to talk about it? What are we going to do? I can absolutely build the scene. It's up to you. It's, it wouldn't take but a minute. Lane Kiffin, uh, his, uh, his press conference today. I should have built it earlier. I can build it on the fly. It's not yeah, it hard. It takes you no time at all to do those things. Let me make sure that I've got it here in my finder. I know I downloaded it, but I need to make sure that it's, yeah, there it is. Do you want me to play it so we can set this up? Do you want to? Let's let's set the stage a little, then we'll play it, and then we'll come back, and I suspect we'll talk about it. And I feel bad about what we're about to do, sort of. Well, because we're we're to some degree hazing a guy that's been on the beat like two weeks. Um, So let me set... Because yeah, today free. was my day. Chase and I sort of struck a deal earlier in the week. We have media availability this week, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And I said, hey, I'll take Tuesday, Thursday if you'll take Saturday because I'm going to just going to be me and Carson this weekend because it's bid day at Arkansas on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Laura's leaving for that. So 
Chase took that deal. It's not a bad deal, two for one. But he gets the Saturday, and I don't. So normally it starts about 11.55. They schedule for 11.45. It never starts on time except today. And I couldn't find a place to park. And so by the time I got there, it was 11.47, and I'd missed the first minute and a half. Adam Kuffner was like, hey, we actually started on time. And I said, how much have, we, have I missed? And he said, about a minute and a half. Okay. And I said, okay. I sat down. Lane's talking. So I sit over to the side because I don't want to do anything to disrupt the press conference. But at this point, he's talking about Matt Corral. And I have no idea what I've missed. And so I'm not going to be the guy that asks a question only to find out that, hey, dumbass, if you hadn't been late, you'd know that I already answered that question, which would be a more than fair criticism. So I said, But I'm, some people ask the same question even when they're in the room the whole time. So, I mean, it wouldn't they, be the worst do. thing in the world. I, I try not to be that person. I don't sense that Lane is crazy about me, but I think he respects me. I, it's, uh, there seems fair. to be some respect. And so I said, I'm going to sit this one out. And then the question came. And the question was, and as soon as he started it. You can see Neil feels really badly about this, by the way. Yeah. As soon as he started it, I closed my eyes like, oh, my God. How often does that happen? Because, seriously, there's sometimes where when I'm really bad about it to the point of I I can get very uncomfortable with what's going on around me. I'll get to the point where I even, like, close my ears. Like, I literally can't listen to the rest of this question for the next five seconds because I I know what's coming. I bit my tongue. Did you really? Literally, because what you were worried you're going to snicker. Or... No, 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 no. I started to say out loud, "Oh, come on, that's really out of context." So, what's it in relation to? So the other day, yeah, Henry... for people that have watched okay. nothing, yeah. So like, let, let's... let's let's do this Henry Parrish thing without joking about my man crush on yes. Henry Parrish's running skills. Okay. Henry Parrish, the Ole Miss running back, talked to the media. It was the first time he ever came and talked to the media since he's been at Ole Miss on Tuesday. That's true. And Lane, I asked, I knew we were getting Henry. I got, we got Lane first, and then we got Henry. And so I asked a Henry Parrish question because the way this works is I'm already thinking I'm going to write a Henry Parrish story. So let me get a Lane Kiffin quote in case Henry Parrish is not a very good quote because I've never talked to him before. Sure. I don't know. He might be the greatest quote in the world. He might be the worst quote in the world. He might be somewhere in between. Turns out he's actually a pretty good quote. Anyway, I get the quote from Kiffin. And then when Parrish comes in, one of Lane's things that he said was he was going to come to us had we stayed at FAU. I'm paraphrasing. Essentially, he was going to go wherever we went. Meaning we being he and Kevin Smith and a handful of the people that came with him from FAU to Ole Miss. Correct. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, that's a pretty good hook to a story. I'll ask um, Henry about that. And I said, so Lane said he kind of felt like you would have gone wherever they went. And he's like, yeah, I I did. And so the natural question was, because I need this quote for a story. This way people are like, why are you asking? What is it about him that made it where you would have gone, you know, to Boca Raton, to Fayetteville, to Oxford, or to anywhere else where he might have suddenly popped up? Mm -hmm. Which I thought was a pretty good question. And I got a great answer. And the answer was, and I wish I had my Twitter up right now. Let me see if I can find it. We got time. On this show, especially. On this show, especially. I'm just kind of hanging out. Because I, I, I tweeted it. Where is it? Yep, yeah, here we go. 
the quote, it's just Coach Kiffin. Everybody likes Coach Kiffin. He's not like other coaches. He's himself. Everybody thinks he's weird and all that, but he's a good coach, you know, very chill. Yeah, that's the quote. So today, in the press conference... Everybody thinks he's weird and all that, but he's a good coach, you know, very chill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the press conference, the question was asked... It was So Henry Parrish was in here yesterday or whatever, and he said, and I quote, Coach Kiffin's very weird. That was all that he... Yeah, that's not... And that's not what Henry Parrish really said. Did he say Kiff, everybody thinks Kiffin is weird? Yes. Was there more to it in the front and the back? Yes. Lane was really confused. Yeah, Lane didn't know how to answer it. Lane hates press conferences. These press conferences. He hates these press conferences. He hates local media press conferences. Because because we ask questions that he doesn't want to answer. He's basically told us with his body language and his words that he's not going to answer them. And yet we keep asking. And I get why some people do it. We're on the beat. We cover minutiae on the beat. And there are people in the audience that do want to know about the third string tight end. Not many, but some. And frankly, it's one of the reasons we've done really well. If you want to know the truth. I think I'm understanding, and I know you understand, that the majority of the audience is not into the minutiae of the roster. It's football. Are we going to be good? Are we going to be bad? What should I be worried about? Hey, we play Saturday. I'm going to have a beer. What do you think? And then let me get to know the players a little bit. So I wrote about Henry Parrish. I wrote about Chance Campbell today. Write about players. People like to get to know the guys that they cheer for on Saturday afternoon. I've figured that out. You figured that out. It's one of the things. So... Kiffin didn't like the question, and then he gave an answer. He was confused by the question. Not even really confused, but when you have to give an answer and you're caught off guard, you're giving no real context, and frankly, you feel like you're insulted a little bit. It's a hard sale to figure out where to go with it. Yeah, so do you want me to build it real quick and do yeah, it? Yeah, sure. All right, so. Are you playing the whole press conference, or are you just playing that? <sighs> I can forward to it once I load it in. Okay, it doesn't really matter. I think it was at about the four-minute mark. So that's what we'll do. Yeah. Because the other stuff he talked about, he talked about how Matt Corral looks great, which is what we've been talking about. Nobody's ahead in the backup quarterback race. Feels good about defense. He did give a quote that I wish people would listen to a little bit more. Not to pour cold water on the season, but Kiffin is clearly worried about depth, and he's talked about it over and over and over. And it is his way of communicating to the fan base, hey, look, Got we got a chance to be really good, but there's not a ton of margin for error here. Mm-hmm. Like you said, lose a tackle, lose a couple of receivers, lose a couple of defensive linemen, and it gets squirrely. Yeah, sure. All right, so let me see if I can. Uh, While you're working on that. Dog's getting yelled at in my house. He is. Yeah. Which one? It's both of them. We had a mistake. Laura had already fed the dogs. I didn't know she'd fed the dogs, and so I fed them again. So why are they getting yelled at? Because they're probably misbehaving because they don't feel very good. 
Was they ate too much. Ate way too much. Because labs don't have the ability to regulate their stomach where they no they, they 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 don't ever get full. And they don't like oh I'll eat a little now and they eat some later. No 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 no. If it's there, if it's if you serve them a meal, they eat said meal. So now they're being pains. Yes. They get fed separately. Different bowls. Yeah, different bowls, and we have to put one of them outside because one eats faster than the other, and we'll try to go steal the food of the first Rizzo. one. Rizzo will eat, yeah. I had a guess there. <laughs> All right, let me see. I'm figuring this out. Uh-oh. Okay. Everybody hang tight. 347 is what we'll Yeah, I know. I'm, uh, we'll start at source, like three minutes or something. And then I'm going here, and I'm going here. Lane, we're going to talk to him in just a little bit. But Chance Campbell, how's he fit in? What's he brought to the linebackers' room? What did he see to from here? Throws that were made, and so about, here goes. So here's three thirty. So we feel good about um, their development, and I think a lot of that had to do with the spring ball and being around them more, where we can, you know, look at some things that you know does not regress their learning of day one stuff of playing running back. We had Henry Parrish in here uh, a couple days ago. And I mean, I'm already said, nervous. And I quote, everybody thinks he's weird. And that was uh, in in regards to you. I'm curious, and he said it in a, 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 a funny way. I'm curious, do you consider yourself weird? And who would you say is the weirdest person on the team? Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, I'm not really sure how you say someone's weird in a funny way, and it's a compliment, or, but... Um, who do I think is weird on? I think Henry's weird on the team. Um, you know, so, but I mean that in a funny, nice way. Lane, one of the, the more that I hear it, the worse the question is and the better the answer is. The better the answer is. The better the answer is where he just takes the easy way, answers the question by Hey, Henry called me weird, so I'll call Henry weird. And then takes a shot at the rider. And I mean that in a funny, Not whatever good. way. Yeah. I, He's trying too hard. He's, it's Beat say, Rider 101 trying too hard. It's also the same person that when Kiffin the first time I'm piling on now. Parrish is going to call me and go, why are you being mean to my beat writer? It's going to happen tomorrow. You think so? Yeah. Um, and I'm not really being mean, but this is twice now that he's taking Kiffin somewhat out of context. The first time was on the vaccine story when it first came out, and Kiffin said it's irresponsible not to get the vaccine, and then he qualified it. He said, especially if you're on a football team where you could lose a game, you could forfeit. Because Kiffin included something in the quote about, hey, this isn't your typical job, you can't whatever. And he you went can't on and zoom like, yeah, in yeah, this yeah, job. Yeah. You can't zoom in a football game. Yeah. If you're a, if, basically, if you're a starting safety, you can't zoom your way into the coverage on Saturday if you're out with COVID. Correct, yes. And so that wasn't a big deal because and since then lane has come out specifically and said he thinks it's irresponsible not to get vaccinated period yeah so you know okay but what if lane had come back and said that's not what i said i'm not trying to make a political comment here 
I'm talking about my football team, not Joe Schmo out on 6th Street. I wish Joe would get vaccinated, but I don't think it's that I don't, not the I don't think I don't think I don't think about. if Joe does, doesn't get vaccinated, he's necessarily being irresponsible. Had Lane qualified, had come back and said that's not what I said, he would have been exactly right. But Kiffin says irresponsible is a much bigger headline, and so many writers, and you know where I'm going with this, are looking for the super fast tweet, and they're not listening. And then if you're going to quote Parrish, quote him correctly, Parrish, Henry Parrish. Yeah. If you're going to quote the kid calling his coach weird, do it in context. And was that the kind of what what was what could Lane possibly have said? I mean, what is really what is the answer you were going for? Yes, I'm weird as hell. Yeah, man, really strange. Yeah. I'm a weird dude. I'm an odd duck. Like I'm. A, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where are you going with that? Well, and it makes it where these things now get even harder. The only thing I will give the guy is he continues to talk in these press conferences and still ask. Because, I mean, there's been two or three moments in two weeks where you're like, oh, God, 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 oh, God. Where you must go, hey, you're just going to be quiet the rest of the day, right? Yeah. Because, like, I was – I was physically and visibly uncomfortable when he asked the exact same question Lane had just answered. Yeah, at media day. Yeah, I mean, I looked you at knew you where it was going. I'm like, oh god. Well, oh, I was sitting oh, right oh. behind you. I went, he just asked that, didn't he? Didn't yeah. didn't he just answer that? I mean, but like when we say literally asked, I mean the previous, <laughs> the question. previous question. I mean, he closed the thing with, you know, that really puts Ben at right guard. Let's everybody play. So you think you're going to leave Ben at right guard because that really helps you? It was like, <laughs> yeah, and like Lane like deadpans him and goes. Really, well, and he did, did it. Did, didn't really catch the end there, huh? So but. he did it. He came in on Tuesday, and the first thing Kiffin talked about was his question was, David Johnson asked him, you guys are getting beat writer 101 here. I'm sorry. David Johnson asked him, hey, you had a chance to look at the film. Did it change your opinion of the scrimmage or whatever? And Lane's answer was, yeah, it's one of the reasons I really don't like doing those things right after a scrimmage is because I haven't seen the film. And when I watched the film, I kind of came across with a different impression and he went on to talk about how the starting defense actually played better than he thought they did that it was the backup defense that played as badly as he thought the defense played and that it made him feel better about the starters and it made him really worry about depth sure okay yeah sure and so the the question right after that so so you feel better about the starting defense and he he just paused for a second and he went yes and that was it yeah he didn't even elaborate. He didn't even try yeah. to elaborate. And I bailed everybody out by asking about Henry Parrish at that point. I, 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 it was my turn, and I said, hey, we're going to get Henry Parrish in a minute. I was curious if you could talk about what you thought about him as a player, both long-term and short-term. You know, when, when I know he missed some time last season. When he came in, he was pretty impactful. What did you? What are your thoughts on him? I don't think I said talk about, because any time that I say the words talk about – I make myself you want someone to shove bamboo under your finger. Well, I go run. I punish myself. I run two extra miles. Oh, do you really? Yes, I hate. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate that word. Can you talk about? Because the answer is yes, I could. Or no, I cannot. True. Don't ask a yes no question. Because you just and don't ask them it. if they can talk about it because they either can or they can't. 
it's also a really hard question because you don't really know what. Hey, can you talk about your defense today? I could. They 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 played. Yes, they were there. They wore blue shirts. Uh, Parrish is a columnist now, so yes, he is covering both uh, SEC schools. Yeah. Um, he'd been on the beat since 2002, I think. He was on it when I got here. 2002, 2003? Yeah. Something like that. So I guess, am I the old man on the beat now? I'd say it made me feel really old because when I when when he wasn't here, I was like looking around and people were asking questions and I looked around and went, I'm not sure anybody <laughs> knows more than I do as far as how long I've been around this place because I've I mentioned like Ed Orgeron I'm looking around like nobody else covered Ed okay well yeah that's 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 that okay um yeah I got the I it's really rainy I really hate you didn't cover Ed like the, the like the, the the great Oxford smokeout night and all the linebackers <laughs> getting suspended for marijuana and everything. I, I really hate you missed you missed the Ed Orgeron experience on the day to day. Given level. what I know about it, I'm really glad that I missed it. I, that, uh, it, it. It feels like I was given a break. And frankly, I don't know that I would have taken the job had he still been on it. Oh, really? Yeah, because I heard horror stories. Oh, it was it it, it was something every day. It was you know look. This is true. I mean, it, we're, God, we're all over the place. It's what Thursday nights are. Is as you get into it professionally, you hope that you still have like the zeal and not like the fearlessness, but that you still pursue stories with the same type of vigor that you would as a student. But being a student reporter under Ed was so good because you don't really think about consequences. You're just chasing stories and almost trying to make headlines sure. and different things. I mean, like my, my, my journalism professor at the time, he goes, yeah, you know, the the uh, the architect and the engineers don't put all their toothpick bridges out for display. And the, the point was, you're publishing every day and you're learning and you're going to get stuff sure. wrong and we're just sure. going at this thing. But with Ed, every day was something. And because you're a student, you've got all these student sources that go, hey, I saw so-and-so and so-and-so. And you're getting this gold mine of information. But it was so valuable to teach you, okay, what do I actually have? What is anonymous sources? What's actually, what can we go with? What can we not go with? I mean, what's, where does this thing go? And then you put the story out, and the next morning you're getting the calls from the coach and the SID, and you're getting chewed out and hearing about it, and you go, you know what? You learned some lessons under Eddie Oh, o. sure. That was, that was. Sure, because yeah. he was the guy who read everything. I mean that that um, no, that was completely out of our control. That was there was that was not a technical difficulty. That was Mother Nature. So seven thirty seven as you start. Okay. So they call Barney instead. Barney ends up getting them. I think like taking them to the Manning Center to meet Orgeron. And by this point, it's like one one thirty in the morning, something like that. Well, we have again, we have a source. <laughs> maybe a football player, maybe somebody who's at the party um, that starts feeding information or whatever. And I, I remember calling our journalism advisor and going, hey, look, here's where I got. Nothing's on the record, but it's 100% true. Do, what do we do? Do we run this? Do we not run this? And he approved anonymous sourcing on pretty much everything. So um, the next morning in the DM, it's got – play-by-play play of everything that goes on at this party. Every like It is it is yeah. magical. All, I mean, it's, it's a hell of a story. It's yeah. great. And because we're kids and because we're not yellow journalism, but you're definitely sensationalizing a little sure. bit. Of course. The front page of the whole paper had like Great Oxford Smokeout or something <laughs> with like a picture of something. That's fantastic. And then, oh, well, it, got, it gets better. So the sports page, we basically put like 
lined up, not their mug shots, but what kind of make it look like mug shots using their bio picks. Yeah. And then above it, it says Reb's depth goes up in smoke. Oh, and God. it's all the linebackers. And <laughs> so the next day, we're calling all the parents trying to get like, we're, we're, we're reporting, we're yeah. covering. Yeah. And uh, well, let me back up. But seven o'clock that morning, yeah, phone rings and it's Katie Lonergan, who used to be a sports information director here. She goes, Chase, where'd you get it? And I'm like, come on, Katie. Like, yeah. I, I've already been around enough. Like, <laughs> yeah, nope, no, 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 no. Ed's not happy. Yeah. It's like, well, no. I didn't think you would be. Yeah. And I, it's, it's the first time I learned this lesson though. Was I? Because I, I was a sports editor at the time. I call, I called a couple of my writers and I said, okay. We're all going to the press conference, and we're all going to ask a question. We're going to show up, we're, and whatever happens, happens. We're going and, to be accountable. Yeah, what, whatever yes. it is, it is, you know, yes. and whatever. And Ed never said a word. He was whatever. But that was that was a, that was a big lesson day of, hey, sure. here's where we are, and here's what happens. But, um, I mean, they got hammered in Fayetteville. But my point being, we were calling parents, and I actually told Quentin Taylor's mother that he'd been kicked off the team. She, oh, had, she had not heard yet when called to be like, hey, how, what, what about so-and-so? I think it was Quentin Taylor. It was Because that was – remember Gary Pack was in it and Quentin Taylor was in it, and there was a couple other ones during that uh, during that stretch. But, yeah, Ed, he – it was just one thing after another. He had the one dude that intentionally never parked in a parking spot that he was, was legal. Like, he was some JUCO transfer from somewhere, and he ran up thousands of dollars in parking tickets. Over the course of the mm-hmm. of the course of the year, I mean, every single day, just one after another, after another, after another. He he's has learned a lot in those in those years. Our we'll, pal we'll Webb Moore that. with the super chat. He has a bunch of questions. Okay, uh, I'll go through them, and you can touch whichever one you want. Thoughts on any new players coming in? Arch coming to Ole Miss. I'm going to assume that that's Arch Manning. Do you think NIL will pull him to Ole Miss? How are the girls settling in Arkansas? Do you think Bubba survived the Rona? Best to y'all and the families. I don't think NIL will have any impact on Arch Manning at all. None at all. Anywhere. Mm-mm. Uh, it still feels like a three-team race to me. Yeah, it's Texas, Ole Miss, Clemson in some order. Yeah. I don't know what order. Uh, I don't I don't think there's necessarily a leader. Um, the girls are good. The girls are good. Campbell's been super busy. Caroline... Carolina's had the rush experience that you would expect someone to have who has a big sister in a house. Um, and I hope Bubba survived their owner. We're going to open the phones in a minute and find out. Getting questions about whether we're back or not. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of is what it is. The number's popping back, so that's good. I mean, it's one of those things. That storm rolled through. It was a pretty powerful sell. Oh. I mean, that was, that was, it, that was it, real. It, it had some pop to it, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Webb, thanks for thanks for that. It's good to be back. We, we, we were going to do this last week, and I just was not. I didn't get back until 5.30, and I wasn't in the mood. You didn't. I would not have been fun last You're Thursday. You're tired. I was physically beat. I was emotionally beat. Yeah, I wouldn't have been fun. I drove Carson to Tupelo instead for his practice and ran on the track. And that was better. Kind of got my head cleared a little bit. Track? They have a, his his soccer team practices out at Ballard Park. And there's a track around the field where they practice. And sometimes I run it. 
he called me Seth. Yeah, starting in 06. I, I was Seth in 06 and 07 under Ed. That was. Do you think he knew your name and he just kept calling no, you that? No, I think he thought he heard it wrong the first time, and after <laughs> then it just became what it was. Um, yeah, I, and, and it's, at some point, it's what you do. You almost just kind of go with it and go, all right, fine. Sure, it, I'll be, it, I'll be Seth. I'm, like, it's, yeah. He'd say it, and i go, yeah, hey. Because, I mean, you're dealing with that. You're dealing with James Bryant doing James Bryant thing. It was a train wreck of a, of a time. Kenton says, Neil, Chase, how are you all so confident NIL won't impact Arch's recruiting? I get his family as well off, but it's still money and building a brand. Because his brand will transcend the schools. He'll get that same deal no matter where he he's is. A, of those three. Yeah, he's a Manning. He's the nephew of Peyton and Eli Manning. If Dr. Pepper wants him, Dr. Pepper's not going to decide that, oh, he's at Ole Miss, we're not going to no, go he, after he him. He could go to Tulane and get that offer. But Ole Miss is SEC, Texas is SEC, Clemson's ACC. He's he's going to get – it won't impact him. Uh, Jason says, have you tried Blue Canoe in Tupelo? I have not, but now that you say that, Jason, I will try it. Blue Canoe's good, yeah. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. They probably have Wi-Fi. I would assume they have Wi-Fi. Then I'm good. The our, our our buddies from the Georgia site were obsessed with Blue Canoe. Like anytime they played Ole Miss or State, they would always go to. Tupelo oh really? And go, yeah, Roddy and, and Dash. That's like their, okay. They're well, obsessed with Blue Canoe. I'll give that a shot on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. It's simple because I've got about an hour and fifteen minutes, and it makes sense to go work on my mailbag at that point. You're not gonna have a beer. I'm, I can't like drink up and then drive Carson. Back from Tupelo, but I can have a I can have a beer. Yeah, yeah. Orange having so much na- more name recognition grind. Yeah, you're right. I, it's that's that's a lot different than Quinn Ewers, who was trying to. Yeah, and his wasn't about what school. It was just the school gives him more ability than his high school. Right. It wasn't choosing Ohio State because of NIL. One drink for the rest of your life. What do you pick? Um, like. Alcoholic or non-alcoholic or just alcoholic? What do we? What well, let's do? make it alcoholic for the sheer fun of it. Because otherwise, you're gonna like water or tea. Or yeah, something. water. Because like, I water. Mean, I, I'm, I would pick unsweet tea if it was just anything, but because I don't think soda would be good all the time, and I feel like I need something with flavor. Uh, the problem with the one the rest of your life is: are you going for just your absolute favorite or something that's more seasonal and year around? Like, where, where are you? Are, are you scheming it? Or are you just simply picking your favorite? You go thing? with your favorite. What's your go-to? Well, then I'll get the best sizer I've ever had, and that's the answer every time. Now the problem is like there's no social drinking much. Like, hey, sit around and sip on one. Like, yeah, I think I would be the best old-fashioned. Really, I've had a little yeah. lighter, a little sweeter. Yeah. Little all seasons. I would think about a margarita. Yeah. Like a really good margarita mm-hmm. on the rocks. Wouldn't be in my top ten. Really? Tequila does nothing for me. Well, tequila makes me mean. You, you've always believed that the different spirits actually change your your moods and emotions in different ways. Bourbon kind of makes me mellow. I'm kinda cool. I'm, I'm fine. Tequila gives me an edge. Yeah, Presley says a good margarita on the rocks with Casamigos tequila. Yeah. There's no way I could do champagne as the one drink. I like champagne, but no, it's just too, that feels too much. All right, phone lines are open if you want to call. We'd love to hear from you. I think I've got it up where I can 
That's what she said. You think we're good? Uh, Margarita over Bloody Mary for sure. I I, I can't stand a Bloody Mary. Well, Laura says that tequila doesn't make me mean. Oh. Okay. I kind of feel like it gives me an edge. But she would know. Jason says, Chase, buddy of mine can't have bourbon. He gets mean and starts barking at people like a dog. Well, that's not good. Let's that's not, not give, good. Let's not give him bourbon then. Let's. Hey, who do we have? Boys, I'm alive. How y'all doing? Bubba, you made it. I did. I survived the runner. Boys have been asking. I'm like a cockroach. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> How you been? Uh, I've been all right. It's been a long couple of days. I've been uh, up in White Pine. Daddy uh, basically got trapped in his house. They had a, lots of rain up here. and His road got washed out, so I had to come up. and I got 13 inches of rain in about 12 hours. So... And uh, came up here yesterday. And, Thirteen inches and, is a lot, Bubba. That's 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 more. Well, across the mountain in Haywood County, North Carolina, where his people are from, they got about fourteen, and they had a landslide and a big wall of water went down the Pigeon River up the holler and killed a bunch of folks. I oh mean, my it's, god! It's really bad, boys. Really? Ask y'all, yeah, ask y'all to pray for him. But he finally got the power on today, and he's doing all right. So, and I started drinking just for you boys, and Daddy's asleep. He's done passed out. What, what are uh, you drinking? Miller Lite. Yeah. Miller Lite. How are all the all the pups? They're doing all right. Uh, well, Free's doing good. He turned 13, and, you know, he just eats and uses the bathroom, basically. And Miller's all right. He's turned into a good puppy. And Mary, uh, Mary decided to get her another dog. She got another boy and you know, his name is Champ. He's just, he's all right. And I want to name Chase after you, Chase. But oh. she wouldn't, she wouldn't let me do it. But I'm, uh, much as I'm chasing him around, I tell you what, I think I'm, I think I'm going to wear her down and do it. But, you know, eight, he's good too. M- Miller, he's just a mama's boy. He hates me and bites me. And he just don't like males at all. So, other than that, it's just been, uh, it's been all good. Can't complain. How you boys doing? We're good. We're good. Have you uh, have you you've avoided the the virus, or have you had a bout with it? Or what's what's we hadn't talked to you in a while. Well, well, I had it before. Hey, man, you buy you boys darn disappeared as quick as that Afghan government. I was watching y'all, and then all of a sudden you're gone for six months. I was like, okay, <laughs> but it's good to have you boys back. I tell you what, I was I was so happy. I was happier than pig and slop when I knew y'all were coming on. And then last week I said, oh well. But I, I tied one on, got drunk, and got locked out of the house. But I'd be all right. So I'm up there in White Pine, and it's all good. I'll be up here for about three more days just to get the road fixed. Well, it's good to hear from you. We'll look forward to talking to you on Thursday nights. Hey, I, I got one question for y'all. Sure, sure. Um, I'm going to the Tennessee game with with Daddy up in uh, up here to watch the Rebels. I told him it's Lane's homecoming. And he's single, ready to mingle up in Knoxville this time. And what do y'all think about that game? You think, uh, I, what do you think will happen? And also, uh, who do you think is going to be the newcomer for the team? And I'll hang up and you boys have a good day and say a prayer for everyone up in Western North Carolina and East Tennessee is all I ask. Hey, Bub- have a good night. Hey, Bubba, real quick, yep. real quick, I'm going to spell a word for you. Tell me how you pronounce it, okay? All right. 
N A K E D. Naked. Okay. All right. Thanks, Bubba. Yep. All right. All right. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Felt like that was a free space. It was, but. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it... Newcomer, you expect to do well? You going with Austin Keys? Is he a newcomer? No, but I mean, he hadn't, he hadn't played to an extent. But... Yeah, he'd be way up there. I mean, free space on newcomers, Chance Campbell. Yeah, but I mean, that's. Feels very free space. And by the way, when you listen to his press conference today, just tip your hat and say, Neil, you knew what you were doing, didn't you? Yes, sir, I did. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Been doing this a while. Sort of knew what to look for. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you, I think while Lane is going to be annoyed by Liberty Week, he's going to be completely locked in Tennessee Week. Yes. Uh, I feel like they're going to beat the balls by. Well, I think they're significantly better yeah. than Tennessee, and Lane will be completely locked in. There's a couple of, of trap spots on the on the schedule. That's not one. No, Tennessee's not a trap game at no, all. No, 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 no. He'll be dialed in. That's one that's not going to be Josh Eiple's fault. No. Just is what it is. No, I mean, I, there's a couple of spots. I mean, I think look, I think Auburn's good, number one. And then number two, the way that that game falls on the schedule, I just hate it for Ole Miss. Every time I look at that's it. That's really I go, the one you have. I'm like, ooh, that's bad. Because I think Ole Miss is going to get locked into LSU a week before. Do you really? Yeah, because I think they're going to be five and one. LSU's going to come here, the Eli Manning thing, the Arch thing. We're going to talk Arch all week. They're going to retire Eli's number finally, all that stuff. Yeah, I think it's going to be a huge game. And then seven days later, you turn around and you go to Jordan-Hare. Mm-hmm. Uh, Realistic Reb, thank you so much for the uh, super chat. That's awesome. Thank you. It's awesome. He says, over-under predictions for the SEC teams. I have it up. We won't go game by game. I mean, sorry, we won't look at the schedules because that'll take forever. But um, just a little quick first first blush at all. Okay, of them. sure. Florida over under nine. Uh, it's about right. Can I push? Push feels real because if you lose to Georgia, that's one. And do you think they lose two more? Yeah. That, although Kentucky got a bunch of guys arrested today, so they that. got some issues. Six, I think. Yeah. Was it guys who play? A couple who play. Okay. Yeah. If you told me though, if I can't take if I if I can't hit a push, I'll go over. I would go over if I couldn't push. Yeah, gives them one more loss and then go from there. Georgia over or under ten and a half? Uh, I'll go over. I think over. I think eleven and one or twelve and zero. Yeah, for, for for Georgia. I mean, just first blush. That's what comes to mind. Sure. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Kentucky seven over. You think they're better than seven? I do. Nine conference games, ULM, Chattanooga, North New Mexico State, and Louisville. Yeah, we're four and zero right there. Yeah, so there's 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 that. Um, they also have five of their first six at home, including matchups against LSU and Florida. Yeah, win one of those, and you're in the clear. They also get yeah. So that's that. Uh, Missouri seven. Uh, I don't have their schedule in front of me. Central but I- Michigan, Southeast Missouri State, Boston College, North Texas in the non-league. So it's four, unless they lose to BC. Yeah. Probably over, but that's a weird. If they mm. said they went three and five, I would not even be a little yeah, stunned. And yeah, like, like they play. But here's the problem: you get Carolina and Vanderbilt. You do. That's they, six. Like they have to go to Arkansas. That's a weird spot for them. 
Arkansas had them beat a year ago. Couldn't finish it. Also, if you're actually gambling this, uh, the the over is minus one thirty nine, so you're getting fairly bad odds on the over as well. Okay. Um, South Carolina three and a half. Ooh. Because they're only going to get three wins in the non league. If that. But here's the deal: all you got to do is beat Vanderbilt. Over. And Vanderbilt's gone. All we have to do is beat South Carolina. Well, okay, but yeah, I'm over. Okay. Eastern Illinois, ECU, Troy, Vanderbilt. It's an over. Okay. They have the they have the top returning running back in the league from a yardage. Well, that's true. Now look, they suck, but yeah. Saying okay. I mean, th- th- I'm reading from Athlon, and they said I tried to find only three wins so I could play the under, but unfortunately, four or five is what I keep coming up with. It's probably right. Tennessee six. Bowling Green, Pitt, Tennessee Tech, South Alabama. What? I was responding to a text. Oh, okay. Say it again. Bowling Green, Pitt, Tennessee Tech, South Alabama. Pittsburgh's decent. South Alabama's going to be okay. Tennessee won seven and five. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't think I do. Either. Under. But they, again, somebody has to win these games. I understand. With Vanderbilt and Carolina and Tennessee. But I go back to what I said the other day. I think if you put the two bottom SEC team, SEC West teams in the East, yeah, Arkansas, Mississippi State, they would they would finish middle of the pack in the in the East. Yeah, I do. I think they both. I think both Arkansas and Mississippi State would pick up wins. Vanderbilt, uh, their non-league games: East Tennessee State, Colorado State, Oof. Stanford, UConn. Over under three. Well, they're going 0-8 in the league. And they're not sweeping them. They're not beating Colorado State. And they're not beating Stanford. It's under. Yeah, 2-10. and 10. I mean, I think they'll beat ETSU, and I think they'll beat UConn. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think. <laughs> I mean, I'm always alarmed when someone close to the program says historically bad. I'm like, whoa. Well, we've been saying this about Vanderbilt like the last two or three years. They've been historically bad. Yeah. And I spoke to Clark Lee at Media Days, just me and him yeah, for a second. Yeah, you feel bad for him. And I did. And how'd, how'd, how'd you think today went? And he's like, ah, you know, anytime you get a chance to talk about the program, that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I know enough coach speak to know that, oh, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Alabama 11 and a half. Over. Is there over under? I'm going over. I, I'm not picking them to lose until they lose. I just go over. To hell with it. They never lose. I think they lose a game. Okay. 11 to 1. I mean, I hope you're right. I mean, do you? You care? <laughs> I'd like for them to lose. Arkansas, five and a half. Rice, uh, Texas, Georgia Southern, Pine Bluff. So three and one, non league at least. Three and one, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. You're playing with that game. That Texas game to me is interesting. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah. But three and one, and then who were their league games? I think they beat Mississippi State at home, and I think they could beat Missouri, and then it gets real squirrely. They're not beating Auburn. 
They get Auburn at home, but they're not going to. They beat feel Auburn. like five or six wins, and this is a stay away. I wouldn't yeah. touch this with anything. That's a we, that, that number's right. Auburn has a seven over under. Uh, over. Akron, Alabama State, Penn State, Georgia State. So at least three and one. Mm-hmm. But at three and one, they got to go five and three in the league to get over. Yeah. And you got Georgia. You got Alabama, Georgia, and Alabama are losses. A and M, Ole Miss, hey, no, it's tough. I, yeah. I don't, I don't like that at all. I'm under maybe on Auburn. Okay, I think Auburn's six and six this season. I think they're seven and five, so I'm pushing them. LSU eight and a half. Call me crazy, but I like the under here. I don't like them. I, I I don't like teams in utter chaos. They can't get there if they don't win their non-league, which means they got to go to UCLA and win out there. And I think they probably will. I think will. they probably will. But I will say, we say the SEC teams always win those games. They do not play well on the road out west. No. SEC teams in general lose out west no. a lot. We've seen SEC, team, SEC teams go west and lose. Yeah. Sure. Mississippi State, six. La Tech, NC State, Memphis, Tennessee State. Ooh, they could go two and two in the in the Nile League. They can. They They've got Memphis is good. Yeah. And NC State's going to give them all they want. I wouldn't want the over. No. Because it could be dead before you ever start. Now they could also go 4-0 and in the non-league. They could. That still requires three SC wins. Yeah. I just, nah. He's running, he's running the – We're running, about that. Yeah, he's running the air raid in the SEC. I just don't like it. A&M, nine and a half. Over. Yeah. Kent State, Colorado, New Mexico, Prairie View. That's four right there. Four? They're, they're, they're getting – they're no worse than 10-2. and two. Okay. They're really good. They're defensively maybe the I best. I mean, I do still want to see their quarterback play a little bit. I do bit. too, but defensively they could be the best team in the league. And they're uber-talented on that side of the ball. And they're going to be able to run it. And Jimbo's a good coach. Yeah, I don't Blake. I don't see Missouri finishing last in the East. That would take a monumental no collapse from, no from the Tigers. Because there's three teams that are clearly worse than Missouri in the East. Yeah, Missouri's fine. They're not great. They're not even good, but they're fine. No, they're fine. Yeah, and he's a good coach. They're not going to bottom out. Making sure I haven't missed any calls. I don't think I have. I expected that to be a little wider today. It's not not football time yet. Yeah. I didn't expect us to have women's soccer on tonight, but here we are. I was going to turn the Ole Miss game on, like I said, but there that clearly is not happening. If it is happening, someone tell us. I'll flip to it, but I don't think it is. Uh, Grind says A&M will not be better than Georgia or Alabama defensively. I, I won't argue, but they'll be good. Uh, Russell, that's very, very nice. He says, can't hear anything because I'm in a loud restaurant, but thanks for all the pods. I listen when I run. Where are you at, Russell? It's very kind of you. Good to hear from you. Yeah. we seen love, you in a while. Love to hear from you. <clears throat> Where are you at? Jacob says A&M's loaded in the trenches. And you know me. I've, I'm, this is, you like the line play. Well, this is the old man in me coming out. I've covered the league a long time, and I watch the lines. 
It's it's the one reason that I'm not just crazy bullish on Ole Miss. I'm worried about Ole Miss's defensive line. Mm-hmm. I think Ole Miss's offensive line is going to be very good. Actually, I'm really bullish on the Ole Miss offense. I know people are like, well, they don't have a th- second receiver and Elijah Moore, and I get it. I I think there's gonna I think they're gonna score a lot of points. And a lot of that is you just have a belief in Levy and Kiffin to figure it out and Corral. I do, and when your quarterback's that good, mm-hmm. and I'm all in on Corral. I think Corral's gonna shock people. But I worry a little bit about defensive line. Mexican restaurant in Memphis, he says. Yeah. Soccer games officially canceled due to field conditions. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It really rained. Big time crowded Mexican restaurant at 8 o'clock on a Thursday, huh? Yeah. Oh, the number's gone. I need to put the number back Oh, up. I guess that would. Oh, that would help. Let's see. Uh, there it is. All right, there's the number. 662-259-0991 is the number. I guess it's a good point, I haven't been Georgia. doing this in a while. I'm, 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 out of, I'm out of practice. That's a good point, Georgia. He told me he couldn't hear, and then I did not type anything in. I just asked a question. That was not necessarily <laughs> the smartest thing I've done today. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's, we haven't done this in a while. There is a it's a little rusty. Um The Patriots we're watching Patriots Eagles. They really should go back to their old time uniforms. Like Yeah. Instead of having the cleanest, maybe best uniform in the league. They have the, one of the worst. Yeah, except the blue on blue looks like an American conference team or a Sunbelt team. The blue on blue with the silver helmet, I don't like. The 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 Patriot in the three point stance yeah, oh, it's, is it's, fantastic. Yeah. Hey, who do we have? Hey guys, this is Tucker over in Memphis. How hey Tucker, how are you? I'm doing good, buddy. Good to hear from you. Hi, what's going on? Well, you know, I was kind of listening to the the pod yesterday, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm happy to inform you that I'm I'm within the rules. I'm getting married next weekend, one week before uh, football season starts. Oh, that's, that's completely in the rules. Completely in the rules. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that wrong was the, that. the thing that I – that was the big the big caveat I had. I was like, look, it, it's like a sin to get married, you know, during football season in the fall. We have to do it one week before, and then we're going to fly into Atlanta and, and go to the game after the honeymoon, and we're all good. Yeah, there's nothing in the world wrong with that. Where are you going for the honeymoon? We're going to, uh, we're going to Cabo. Okay. Did. So here, here's my thing on, honey, on, on honeymoons. I, I don't know where you guys went, but – my thought process was everybody goes to all these remote places they've never been to before and you get there and one you've never been there before so you know what it's going to be like and what if there's nothing to do what if it just sucks you know and then i was like everybody's been to cabo or i know a lot of people go to cabo cabo i know cabo doesn't suck so that was seems like the safe choice yeah, you know, i i did spring break in cabo in 07 i think is when it was and it the thing is though you got to have a different Cabo than you've got at Cabo at twenty one. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, for for sure, for you, sure. You know what I mean? Like and, and, that's and a whole different I, Cabo. Never, I've never been to Cabo, but I know I like I said had a bunch of people that have gone, loved it. We're doing the resort thing. Probably won't even leave. You know, it's definitely a different 
spring break versus honeymoon type trip, but at least you, you know on the baseline it's it's going to be good. Oh no, there's no doubt about that. I mean, just get recommendations on hey, here's this is here. We know what this is going on. I mean, that 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 makes all the sense in the world. Um. So so Chase, are we going to get the potato log logo on on an imperial hat? I mean, is that can, can we make imperial that happen? Imperial is very. They like their hats. The, the the margins are not very good on imperial. Um. That's, I mean, actually, though, I've, I, I might have a beat on that because we, we're, we're talking to, I mean, to I, a different I, I, I person just, here in the last few weeks. Saying, might have a way I, to get I, that I, done. I think I'd wear it. You think you'd wear that? Well, and we've not done a very good job of marketing the the potato log. Um, in fact, I just found it the other day when I was playing around, <laughs> and I said, oh, we need to put that out there. And so I've got it on the screen today, and I might start using it a little bit more. So do you want to like I the like imperial it. rope hat or like more like a – what, 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 no, what, just, what, just what straight want? up, straight up. Well, you could do three different things. You could do the regular imperial hat. You okay. could do like the mesh trucker hat that you've got on right now. Okay. And then you could go rope hat with just straight up the low. I mean, I, I think it'd be hilarious. And honestly, like I, for me, like I'd, I'd wear it on the golf course. I, w- I would wear it too, as a matter of fact. I wear the t-shirt you know, you, some. And people look you, at it funny. You start playing with somebody on the on the course, and they're like, "What the heck is that?" And then you've got a nice little intro. Well, podcast I listen to every day. That's you should fair. check it out. That's fair. It's a it's a conversation piece. Yeah, no, I, I'm all about the imperial products. We just had to we had to find a, a supplier <laughs> that could get that done. Yeah, it's certainly a conversation starter. Well, listen. Good luck. Good luck with the wedding and the honeymoon and all that stuff. And congratulations. Awesome. Appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. Y'all good night. I've discovered that I've got a, a not a glitch here, but this was what's wrong? Well, no, nothing's wrong, but I I've got the uh I'm having to go back and forth between putting the number up and then taking putting on the screen who's on the line. Oh, they want they want all sit up there at the same time? Well they can, but it just was I wasn't really thinking. It's oddly been a fairly slow news day unless you're like covering Miami or something. There's not been a ton going on today. The Miami story's crazy. Yeah, former uh, Miami player arrested in the killing of a teammate from a 2006 murder. And he was who the the teammates originally suspected right off the top. Oh, really? Yeah, they turned it in as a as a lead and the cops basically dropped the ball on it. But the arrest was made today. God, you know, Larry Coker getting that phone call today is going, God, that was 15 years. Like, mm-hmm. like, because his quote is just, it's really a surprise. I'm just glad things are moving forward and things are getting solved. Yeah, I don't get the impression from hearing what I've read about it today that it was truly a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of scrolling through it. That, that That's insane. Yeah, it's a wild story. The Raiders and Rams had a had a joint practice in early because of a brawl. I know we're all shocked. Oh wow! Um, today, yeah. Wow. Hey, who do we have? This is regular size Ben. <laughs> hey Ben, what's up? What's up? How are you? Hey, uh, want to let you know, Neil. Uh, looking at his Wi-Fi is down, man. It's been down for. While I don't know if COVID, if it's a COVID casualty or what, but I go there pretty pretty often, and not only is it down, but uh, it's also 
usually pretty, probably more crowded than you'd want to be, you know. Well, you I know, if I, if I were you, I, 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 the first place that comes to mind really is probably somewhere like mug shots, like downtown. Yeah, I thought about mug really shots. Everybody's, everybody that is there is probably from out of town somewhere else, you know, and they went, might not know who you are. I went to, I went to Buffalo home, Wild Wings you know? on I went to Buffalo Wild Wings on Tuesday, and it was just jam packed in there. It was like, wow. Like the one in yeah. Oxford's never that packed, and the one in Tupelo was just filled to the brim with people. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get a seat. I've been I've been living here about fifteen years. I've been there probably twice, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Man, it was so absolutely I packed. I mean, there wasn't a seat open in the place. Hmm. Uh, I like I like the way you handled uh, Chet earlier today. He, he was trying to, you know, he, I know what he was trying to do, but uh, you caught his bluff, and that was. Oh, pretty, asking Romero. Cool. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even. Remember. That was that was three podcasts ago. I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. I want to know what's in a. Uh, I, I noticed on your intro the tater log. Uh, the the tater. What's in his hand? I can't tell what that is. A glass of bourbon. Yeah, a glass of bourbon. See, he's just. Oh you know, shit. He's, he's just the potato that could. Okay. All right. Well, hey. Uh. Tyler Knight, what are y'all hearing about Tyler? We're like, is he a first teamer? Oh yeah, teamer. Is, no, he a, is he a red? Is he a blue? Is he a green? Be careful with depth chart over there. He's definitely first team. Um, I don't know whether he's red, blue, green, magenta, periwinkle. I, I'm not sure, <laughs> but uh, he's 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 essentially. So they're they're running. They're running a three, two six, but. A couple of the spots on DB are up near the line of scrimmage, and he's one of those guys that look. I know he's small, but he's a really physical player. And dude, I know. And then they play three safeties. Really, they play Kedron Smith, Otis Reese, and um, uh, AJ Finley. And all of those guys are able to get in the box and 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 play physically. So yeah, it, it's a. <sighs> It's basically they would play a different defense, but they just don't have a bunch of defensive linemen to use. And so and they've got more linebackers. And if you told me that one of the reasons we're not at practice this week is because they're changing it up, I'd buy it. I just – who knows, right? Um, but, yeah, uh, Tylen's going to play a lot, a whole lot. I'm so glad because, you know, like I, I, at some point – Last year, I kind of got made fun of and laughed at. It seemed like when I uh, compared Snoop Connor to like you know Brandon Bolden, and then but I and I, I but I compared Tyler Knight to like a smaller, even smaller Mike Hilton, and he just got a nose for the football, man. He he just he's just a baller. He just shows up on game day, and he's going to be where the action is every single time. And that's what I see out of him. Uh, so Georgia I Rebel. I may get laughed at now about that, but, but just watch and see what happens if he gets a chance. Ben, Georgia Rebel says, night over Springer, question mark. Well, here's the thing about Springer in the parts that we've been to practice. He's been in a black no-contact jersey. So he's not been running with the ones, and I don't know whether that's because he's not a one or whether that's because he's in a black no-contact jersey. So, you know, again, it's the season still – 17, 18 days away. 
So they're not, oh, yeah. and then they're not going to tell us. I mean, they're going to put out a depth chart on the Monday before the game, and it is going to be, it is going to be so full of ors and ands that it's going to be funny. Well, I feel like I got a, a pretty terrible football IQ, but uh, Tyler Knight on defense and Snoop Connor on on offense is what I've been uh, I've been preaching and beating the drum on for for quite a while now, and I'm gonna hang up. We'll ho- we'll holler at you. Glad to have you back. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. I saw Russell in there asked somewhere about the uh, potential policies for the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. This uh, this weekend, I, I looked it up a second ago. So, unless they change something, they are trying to keep the roof open for all events there in Atlanta. Um, but either way, the policies remain the same. No masks are required in open air areas. Yeah. They are required in club areas. Is the way that the Mercedes so press stadium. box will be masked. Club levels and press box is the way I interpreted that. Um, patios are part of open air, not part of club. Okay. So that is what I'm seeing from uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium website. Our thanks to uh, Gulf Coast Reb for the super chat. He says, appreciate you guys waiting on our fellow Tennessee fan to call in. He has a rough road ahead. And um, grind, my wife sends a war eagle your way. we got another call. Let's see. Hey, who do we have? Hey, who's this? Hey, this is Jason. Hey, Jason, what's up? What's going on? We're good. How are you? Yeah, all's good. Uh, I'll just, uh, you know, I got three girls. Uh, and I know both of y'all have two, uh, have girls. How much are you uh, dreading uh, their weddings coming in the future? And how are you planning on uh, financing those? <laughs> um. By the time it matters for me, who knows what even the protocols are going on or anything. I mean, it might be a whole different like social set by then. Actually, yeah, my my wife and I talked about. We said well, we're just going to give them X amount of money and uh, tell them they can spend it however they want to. And uh, if it's for a wedding or a honeymoon or put it in the bank account, it doesn't matter. I actually had like I kind of had a, a dream. Or I was, if for some reason, this thought crossed my mind the other day, and I, I think I was thinking about Caroline. Caroline's been on my mind this week because she's freshly out of the house, and it was she married in my in my dream. She was marrying some boy from Oxford who came from like one of the big families with eight gazillion friends, and it was hey, we need to invite all of these people. And in my mind, I was doing math, and the number was like astronomical, and I was like cold sweat. Yeah, that, that, that's my concern with having three of them is, is uh, astronomical. Marrying somebody who uh, you got to try to impress, that kind of thing. Well, or, uh, they, or they have uh, a massive family and tons of friends, and you yeah. you already know them, and so you sort of get it, you know what I mean? That that Yeah. And so what do you do at that point? I mean, you just I, – I guess you just bite the bullet and never retire and work until your final breath? I don't, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I got I got one more question. I got a comment for the the other guy who called about his honeymoon. I just uh, I got a recommendation for him before I ask you the question. Uh, is uh, uh, my wife and I got married, and we due to our schedules, we had to 
uh, delay our honeymoon a few months. And the day before we went on a honeymoon, found out she was pregnant. So uh, just a recommendation, don't do that. That's a, a poor idea. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so my other, my other question is, if you uh, go into a wedding, what's your two, the two most important things as far as uh, cost to spend on or things that you like to see at a wedding? My, for us, it was uh, alcohol and band were the two most important things to spend money on. And uh, I'll hang up and let y'all uh, do the rest. Yeah, I think, I think that's right. It's 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 food and drink and band because I mean you're trying to be entertained and then obviously refreshments in all ways is is the answer. I mean I think that's a pretty simple one. I mean yeah, like I I don't know anybody goes hey well you know let me tell you the you know, the place settings that's what really really did it for me. Um, yeah no so no you want it to be a party. Now I've already I've already talked to both of the girls because I know where they're going to school and I know there's a lot of Cardinals fans there. They they sort of know that's not tolerated. Entertaining. Yeah, but not really tolerated. You would have a hard time with a really hardcore Cardinals fan. <laughs> yeah, and not only me, but Carson. Oh, he would troll. Yeah, he would he would troll him. If it's the sidewalk Cardinals fan, that just yeah, my favorite team is the Cardinals. Sure, uh, maybe. Then you worry about his dedication. Like, hey, not, yeah, I, mean, I worry about so. You're just sort of halfway in this. <laughs> but like the guy that's coming in and telling you about all the titles, you don't want that dude either. No. That guy's not welcome. No, that we've won 15 yeah, championships yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Like you hadn't won Jack. Yeah. Carson would have a hard time with the guy who's like reciting all the double-A players for the Cardinals and going yeah, through their no, system. He would, and... he would not be happy. <laughs> no, that would be that. No, that would not go over well. <laughs> I did not see that, Grind. He really said that? Did y'all see LeBron say he won the, the two hardest championships in NBA history? Yeah, Ginger points out, if Caroline brings home a guy that's drafted in the first round by the Cardinals, that's a different thing entirely. Well, he couldn't help that. Yeah. That wasn't I mean, his decision. Hey, they picked him. Neil will wear the birds on the bat then. Yeah, I mean, I got a price. Well, I mean, look, it does say something. The one day in your life you put a Cardinals jersey in, the room flooded. Yes. The IPF flooded the one day Neil had to wear it to practice. I lost a bet and had to wear yeah. a, I had to wear a Cardinals jersey all week for a week. I need to put the number up. I think I still have a picture of that somewhere on my phone. I did not like that jersey. It was cheap too, right? Wasn't it kind of like... Uh, yeah, well, I wasn't going to buy authentic, so I bought a knockoff. You didn't like buy the $250 pool holes jersey? No, I bought like the $49 or whatever was it, it was, Freeze? Michael. David Freeze. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that was like 2012, 11-ish. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah, he could always leave via free agency, that's true. I think the bet was you had to wear it to all football activity for a week. No, right? I had to wear it everywhere for a week. Yeah. If I was... Awake and going somewhere, I had to wear it. Oh, it was everywhere, not everywhere. just football activities. I had to wear it everywhere. Okay, I didn't remember that. And I did. I wore it the whole week because a bet's a bet. Okay. But I hated that jersey. Everybody's like, don't you love their jersey? I'm like, no, I hate it. Patriots are up 25 to nothing for whatever that means tonight. Well, it means exactly nothing. The number, uh, Frank, 
is 662-259-0991. I had no idea how many calls we would get or if we would even get calls tonight. Because we haven't done this in forever. And it's not quite I knew it football. wouldn't be like, like, like it will be when football actually starts. Yeah, yeah. Hey, who do we have? Uh, this is James. Hey, James, what's up? Hey, uh, just kind of wanted to touch on the wedding thing. I got a little situation I need y'all's opinion on. All right, well, that's what we're here uh, for. So I booked my wedding in Oxford on uh, Valentine's Day. Okay. And now the NFL announced that they added one more week, which also makes it Super Bowl Sunday. Oh. 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 Yeah. So, so the day you're getting married the day before? Yeah, the day before. Okay. All right. Is this an a-hole move or, you know, what are y'all thoughts? No. I mean, they can still watch the Super Bowl. The game's not going to start till 6 o'clock the See, next that's the day. Thing. They actually have time to travel back home all day Sunday. Now they're going to feel like hell at work on Monday, but that's not your problem. Yeah, that's a that's a them problem. Lots of Saints fans too, so you know they won't have that much interest in it. But it's <laughs> fair. <laughs> <laughs> Just tip my hat, and move on. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think you're perfectly fine there. I think there's no. I mean, because look, here's the thing too. I see Georgia says no hol- you know, holiday wedding, no bueno. Valentine's Day, you actually get this like built-in thing to go to without having to worry about it. That, that, that. That's almost kind of brilliant for the guys. Oh, and from a anniversary standpoint, it's genius. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, yeah, saving a little money there. Yeah, I actually think I actually think that works out for everybody. I, I fully approve of that one. I think it's now, no, do no I issue. Now, a Super Bowl Sunday party for people who want to stay around. I mean, are you still are, in town? Are you still in town, or do you, when, when do you leave for your honeymoon? Uh, probably later that week. I'll, I'll still be in town. Um, yeah, sure. What the hell? It's make a, a weekend of it. Make a weekend of it. Have a party. That's, you, that actually solves your problem. Do you have a lot of people that are in town or is it a lot of like out of town guests? It's all out of town. Oh, really? Will they still, yeah, so that, will, how uh, many of them are leaving on Sunday? Yeah, would, they, would they be willing to watch Super Bowl and still leave town on Monday? That's what I don't know. Because Sunday is such a getaway day for a wedding. Because I mean, we could turn this into an event. Yeah. I mean, you know, you and your your new wife and Chase and I, we could, we could throw a big party. Hey, if you pay for the venue, I'm down. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> that wouldn't be part of the deal. But maybe we could work some. We, we could work something out. Um, how nah, big of a wedding are we talking yeah, about? How, yeah, how many people? Uh, two hundred, two fifty. Okay. okay, not that big. No, normal size. Pretty standard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, yeah, the more I think about it, I think you're actually really on to something here. Getting married on Valentine's Day? Yeah, I have Day? no... Or just that weekend in general. Yeah. Like, I have no... Because yeah. Valentine's Day is a weird... The longer you're married, the more that holiday gets weird. So, you want to know why I originally picked that date? Sure. sure, why not? So, it was originally the weekend after football ended and the weekend before baseball ended. Weekend before baseball began, you mean? Uh, I mean, yeah, baseball yeah. began, so okay. I wasn't going to miss any. It was uh, the one any, week, you, the one action. week you had between those two. Well, I mean, at yeah. least there you're setting a very clear expectation yeah. with the bride. You're letting her know she can't. She can't let her go. Hey, I didn't know that was important to you. Well, yeah. no, that's on you're you. You're letting you're letting her know quickly where your priorities are. 
she's known that, yeah. Yeah, then I think if that's the case, you should definitely throw a Super Bowl party. It requires enough uh-huh. people to still be around, though. Yeah, I mean, if if, if a quarter... You've got to have a justifiable amount of people but remaining. But if 50 people stayed, that's plenty well, for sure. a Super Bowl party. That's too many, really. Actually, if 30 stayed, you could have a good party. Yeah, that, that's what's hard to gauge who's going to want to stay. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you got to find out, right? Okay, so, Presley, what's wrong that's with the note to Valentine's yeah. wedding? Why are we wrong? Presley says no to Valentine's Day weddings, just no. Yeah, t- tell us why we're wrong. Ginger says it's a Hallmark holiday. I hate it. And Presley says, yes, Ginger, the worst. My husband and I don't even give cards or acknowledge. Okay, tell us why it's bad. Because to me, that would be more of a reason why it's perfectly fine. Because if we're not celebrating it anyway, then what difference Well, then you make? celebrate your anniversary instead of, instead of yeah. the Hallmark holiday. Because it is now your only problem is if you're ever trying to do something for your anniversary, you're set with pre prefix menus the entire time. <laughs> if you're doing that week, well, you could cook. You could cook a meal for her, which would. Well, but I'm, every single time, that's my point, though. Like, if you ever, that's the only like mild inconvenience to me is that moving forward, you're dealing with with those Valentine's Day menus at all the restaurants. <laughs> Another reason to use green egg. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's fine. If, that, if that's if that's your jam, that's the way you choose. Sure, no, 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 no issues. Because because you get half the gifts, is I, I get part of the argument. But if you're not doing that anyway, <laughs> yeah, going to a restaurant on Valentine's Day is the worst. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Well, once you're married, that's the negative here. Once you're married, are you really I'm, doing I'm, the I'm Valentine's Day I'm trying Day to thing? come up with things. Are you a Hallmark holiday? You're not a Hallmark no. holiday guy at all. No. What is y'all's expectation for Valentine's Day moving forward? <laughs> you there? I've not thought that far ahead. Y'all have not discussed <laughs> this, James? No, no. Yeah. It, it, it was solely because I didn't want to miss opening weekend in case the Rose played in L.A. Okay. Yeah, That's fair. I get it. All right, James, thanks for the call. Good luck to you. Thank you. Preston said it's too cliche. Even if you don't celebrate it, everyone will think you're doing it to be cutesy. It does come off like you're trying to be a storybook a little bit. There's just people when you go, hey, when you get married, oh, we're getting married on Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah, I mean. You'd have to, you'd have to kind of explain that one and be believed. That it's not. Look, if 15, 20 years into your marriage, you're still having to really blow out Valentine's Day. No, that's different, though. Ginger says, I'm I'm also with Avery. Whatever. I'm also with Avery. Don't give me an engagement ring for Christmas either. That's soft. I I, I get that. I'm I'm with that. But if we're not celebrating Valentine's anyway. Because if you celebrate. Then that's not losing. That's not not trying to double up the capital on an occasion. Right. That's just a date. Hey, who do we have? Hey, Gron, what's up, man? What's up, man? Oh, we're just uh, we're, we're trying to we're trying to <laughs> trying to save marriages and things like that. We're solving real world problems here, man. 
Yeah, I'm about to say I'm here doing the Lord's work, doing good deeds, man. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we're here for. We're here to <laughs> we're here to save marriages. It's basically dear Abby. <laughs> yeah, we're dear Abby. <laughs> How you been? I mean, hey, got started up. That means you know football season is upon us, in my opinion, man. That's it's what al- I say. It's almost here. Two two more weeks. Two more weeks. It's still it's it's still. It's, it's, we're like uh, are we like eight days away now from uh the first game? Somebody playing eight days or something like that next uh, Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, no, is that my, right? Is there, col- is there a college game next Thursday? Oh, look, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know the NFL doesn't start for another. Is it three weeks from tonight? I think that's right. NFL starts September the ninth. I'm pretty sure. So that's three weeks. Yeah, August twenty eighth has five games. Is that a Thursday? That's a Saturday. Saturday. August twenty eighth has Nebraska okay. at Illinois. Okay. UConn at Fresno, Hawaii at UCLA, UTEP at New Mexico State, and Southern Utah at San Jose State. Nebraska, Illinois. I'm in. Okay, yeah. Really, yeah okay, thank yeah, you, yeah, Brian. Yeah. I think that Nebraska is I mean, you're gonna see I'm about to say that. Two two big slow teams kind of going at each other. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Look, I don't think Nebraska is going to be any good, but I will say the Martinez kid is underrated. Well, yeah, you know what? You know, I mean, we could do watch Scott Frost try to save his job. I mean, Brett Bielema, you get to see him kind of waddle up and down the sidelines. I mean, it's it's good television. Yeah, he's going to win, man. My friend did me so long, bro. Bama, they got some other. They got some other reason why Bama fans like just. Not, you know, sometimes they can be the worst people on earth. Sometimes they can, man. So he, Out of all the years where, you know, I finally get a good, you know, Ole Miss going to come in. To, I think the Jordan has stadium hyped up, and I got, you know, I'm going to be a part of a win. Yeah, that does suck. I mean, it does make you sort of reflect on the friendship and ask whether it's really worth it. And you know what the crazy part is, man? I met this guy in college, and I, I call him my evil twin because we had we had the same exact birthday. Like we were born on the same day, same year. It's just you know he 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 a Bama fan for some reason. Like you know, so we, y'all just have one very key difference. So what would happen if you just said, "Listen, you're my guy and all, but I can't do it." <sighs> oh man. Okay, see, he. It'd be not only he, but the other guys in our group, they would be like, man, you wrong for that. They would be like, come on, man, you know. They'd be like, bro, you know, we, you can still check the game on your phone and everything. That's, that's what they'd hit me with. All the guys in our group, you know, that's, that's what they'll do. Yeah, I mean, I get it. And you don't know what time the game's going to be. Maybe there's a chance that the game's early and the, the, the wedding's that night. Maybe you get a chance to do both, but – what is the game? Who are they playing? It's Ole Miss Auburn. Oh, it's Ole Miss. Okay. And Alabama's off that yeah. weekend. Yeah, Alabama's off that week. And so that's why, you know, that's why he chose that week. Him and his girl, they both Bama fans. And I was like, all right, man. You know, it, it, it is what it is on that, man. But I was going to uh, talk about, you know, before I get into some SEC stuff, man, the conference expansion, yeah, the conference expansion stuff, to me, the interesting part in from like the Oklahoma, Texas, and like the SEC perspective. I mean, it's just you know us, you know, just getting getting better. It means more down here, you all to know. But I think like you know, I listen to some Kansas State, Iowa State stuff, and really with Kansas State, man, I don't like from from them. 
like that, like you know, they were basically prepping their fans, like you know, hey man, like if you know, if all this fails and you know you, you know, you have to go to Colorado State, I know you guys will still send thirty thousand fans up to Fort Collins, and I'm like, oh my goodness, that is a fall off. Like I, I, I couldn't imagine listening to an Auburn podcast and them telling me, hey, you know, you know, you guys, you got to, you know, this new rivalry with Georgia State, you know, is gonna have to, you know, gonna have to embrace it. Like I could not fathom that. That's a good point. I, I'm trying to fix his sound. By the way, they're they're saying that I think they it's can't. Just in a tunnel a little bit. They're saying they can't understand him, and I'm I'm looking at it and I'm trying to figure it out. In case you wonder what I'm. Do I sound a little better now? Uh, I th- that cleared up a little to us. Yeah, little I don't bit. know what I, I don't know what they're hearing different from what we're hearing. I hear you well enough to to understand you. No, look, I, okay. Texas and Oklahoma, yeah, fine, whatever. That'll be whatever, but. That's why if you're one of the irate eight or whatever, you're one of these other schools and you're left out of what is now essentially two conferences, if we're just being honest, I guess three count in the ACC, is, mm-hmm. yeah, you you lose, even if it's not your rival, the, the programs you're striving to be, you lose those, you lose the familiarity, and you replace it with what your, your, your schools see as basically a bunch of non-conference buy games. As suddenly the teams exactly. you're competing against, I mean, no, it's 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 devastating to programs in a way that that's just kind of it. I mean, they they might get some decent money. They might I mean, it's not going to be SEC dollars, but somebody might pay them for a TV contract. They might get whatever. But from an overall fan morale, from just kind of their standing, they're crushed and done. That's it. Unless you're in one of these three th- these three leagues, depending on whatever the hell the Pac-12 ends up doing. And see, okay, look, I'm going. Because this, this is this is what I've been hearing, and so I'm gonna make you you guys in this situation are gonna be like the czars of college football. You guys get to determine which conferences get Power Five status and whatnot. And so they saying that if the Big Twelve, you know, once Texas Oklahoma officially leaves, if they can add BYU, Navy, Army, and Boise State, that they that they should be able to keep Power Five status. And I was like, I don't know about that one, man. Well, so my first question would be, so their TV deal is with Fox. So my question would be, would Fox renew on that? And this is what they've been saying. They're saying that they already know that the deal with Fox will be less than what it is. And, and they've been saying that they're willing to take a smaller deal with Fox if Fox allows them to incorporate a streaming partner with their TV deal. So basically what I, what they've been saying is they're banking on fans like, you know, us in the South, you know, to be so football crazy that we'll pay an extra $10 a month to Hulu to watch Big 12 games. I don't know, man. I mean. Maybe Birmingham, but that's about it. I just. <laughs> so that's, so this is where you run into the problem. And, and, the the problem is when you when you look at the Big Twelve and you study their and I've read a lot about this and I've actually pulled some extra stuff up because I was really curious about it. I went down the rabbit hole a couple of times. When you look at the Big Twelve ratings in football, that what the, so the magic number is four million viewers. The okay. TV people, if you get thought, four, yeah, yeah if you've seen this, yeah, if you get four million viewers, the TV people say it's worth the buy. Mm-hmm. And if you take away games involving Texas and or Oklahoma, 
They don't have any of those. I mean, there's like one here and one there. But for the most part, they all fall completely under there. Like the example that was used was West Virginia. West West Virginia, since they've joined the Big 12, has been involved in four $4 million games. I'll let you guess how many of those involve Texas or Oklahoma. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say all of them. Yeah, and so, that, and so that's the problem. And so when West Virginia goes and says, hey, we want to join the ACC or we want to join the SEC or we want to join the Big Ten, those leagues look at it and say, well, what do you bring to the table? And the answer is nothing. And that's the problem. Yeah. And so when they go mm. shop, so when they go shopping or into the, this is the problem with the whole irate eight, is that outside of Texas and Oklahoma, no one in that league, and I mean literally no one, carries water. It's 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 the opposite of. So I, this is where I went down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. I said so. I'm going to go check the SEC. Who in the SEC can pull the four million all the time? Alabama, obviously, Georgia, Florida, LSU, Tennessee gets it, Ole Miss gets it, A&M gets it. It's, it's, it's more than half of the league, and that's all you need. Now you're not dependent on just – it would be the SEC if the SEC had Alabama and Florida carrying the whole damn league. I mean, just put, yeah. putting everybody on their back and huffing and puffing to the finish line. It's not that way. From a, this is not about winning and losing games. This is about getting eyeballs. More than half of the league consistently gets $4 million by with their brand. And so the league now adds Texas and Oklahoma. The numbers go up even more because now you have two more teams that consistently carry that. And the SEC, it's 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 bank. Yeah, when I pay ten bucks for the year to get Big Twelve without Texas and Oklahoma, no, you get annoyed if there'd be games you couldn't see. But you have to get really annoyed, I think, to actually hit the button. Now, I will say it was mentioned in the thread here. I think Sammy said it. They would almost have to sell out themselves a little bit and play a bunch of weeknight games. Now then, <sighs> yeah, but you and I work. Fan base has been more willing to do that. You, you and I work in the Ooh. subscription service. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so so the the moment that somebody has a little economic catastrophe in their life, that's what they drop. They they go look at there's what what am I subscribed to and they they kill it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they dropping that quick. Yeah, and so you ain't I, laughing about that. And so I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah. If 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 Texas Tech is going to play Baylor on Wednesday night, okay, sure. But are they really going to sign off on that? Because when you do that, now you got to go sell it to recruits. You got to sell it. it it's that's a hard thing. You got to sell it a season ticket package. You got to tell season ticket holders, hey, we're going to play on Wednesday nights. Well, people work on Thursday. Yeah, you got to sell it. To, you got to sell it to parents too. Yeah, yeah, you got to sell it across the board. That's not. That's not sellable. That's why the SEC doesn't play these Thursday night games. There's a reason the SEC well, doesn't play Thursday you, night games. Because this is this what they also said too. If you're the athletic director at UCL, because you know I, you know, can like Kansas State, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. They're saying like, well, we can go to a school like UCL, who's only making about nine million per year from their TV deal, and right now. The Big Twelve is getting thirty million per year, and you know they're going to get that through twenty through twenty twenty five. And they have some, you know, some wording in their contract with ESPN that if they have twelve teams in the conference, that they get 
you know, X amount of dollars. But I'm pretty sure that that X amount means that they also have checks in Oklahoma. So, sure. I mean, you know, just disregard, disregard all the minutiae with that. They're just saying that, hey, we can go to a school like UCF Cincinnati, say, look, come join our conference. But instead of getting the full share like, you, you know, like we would, like Kansas State or Iowa State, how about you guys take a half share, which would still be double of what you're getting? You'll get fifteen million instead of getting about, you know, seven you know, eight, nine, nine million right now. I mean, and I'm not sure if I'm an athletic director of, you know, of UCF or a president at UCF for Cincinnati if I take that deal. I mean, short term, sure, but I mean, don't you have to start thinking long term? I mean, if you're doing this, I mean But you, what's your long term hope? If you're UCF? I don't know. Aren't you in better shape long term than Baylor and Texas Tech? But meaning what? You still got to go play in a league. Yeah. Look, and I'm not sure the ACC wants UCF like some people think. So no, I'm not sure they, about don't. they don't. They don't. The ACC's in privately in panic mode. I mean, they really are. They're privately panicking because they know that internally, the ACC schools that have brand value are shopping. I mean, everybody has a dating profile out right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, the, the 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 only the only teams that are safe is are the 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 sixteen SEC schools, Ohio State, Michigan, a handful of the schools in the Pac twelve. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the the list of schools that are truly safe that have a spot at the dance, if you will, is only is in the twenty. Yeah. It's in the twenties, man. I mean, if you're, I'm just so if happy I'm a fan of one of those things. You of know, course, thank God. yeah, <laughs> of course. That's yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, if you're look, there's there's going to be the first big domino has fallen. Texas and Oklahoma. The second big domino is watching the big the Big Ten because mm-hmm. the Big Ten has a great TV deal. They have a lot of brands, and they would like to add to prevent. They would like to secure the, the the area around it so that the Michigan and Ohio State type programs don't go. Now, hey, why exactly are we not doing something like this? Yeah, because everyone here's the thing: everyone is going to start looking at the money that the SEC schools are bringing home and saying, "Well, no, we're not making that." And when the when when ESPN and the SEC leaked that the deal was a pro rated deal. That was intentional. Of course. That the day was, it came out. Yeah. That was a message. Yeah. That was a message. You know, yeah, we can. That was a message to the big boys that, hey, you want to get what Alabama gets a year from our TV deal? All you got to do is join. That's it. They'll I mean, cut more pie. I mean, you don't think that was appealing? And so you're yeah, sitting out there. I'm pretty sure it was, man. You're at USC. You're at Southern Cal. And you go, okay, well, I'm going to watch this. Because if yeah, they got some choices to make over the next five years. Of course, because if Washington leaves, if Oregon leaves, now you can leave. Where are you going to go? You're not going to the Big Twelve. I mean, USC goes well. It's a long flight, but it's a lot of money. It's a whole lot of money. And so I, them flight. That's why I just I just think in the next two to three years, there's just a lot out there that that could happen, and, and, and it it can change with a phone call. I agree, man. And Chase, Auburn not going no six and six. What are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? 
God, no. What do you think they're going? Eight and four? Honestly, that seven that seven number is so right. Okay. Because look, this is my thing. When so I wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, no, no, stop. So, so Chase Chase says six and six, and you yell at him, and then you're like, "Well, seven and five. I mean, come on, grind. <laughs> because man, a win, an extra win does like you know it kind of does matter depending on who you know who that team is. But Auburn could like I feel like in my opinion, I'm a fan, of course. But eight and four is more likely than six and six because when I what I see from Penn State and what like their their media people and stuff they're like man, I'm, they're predicting Penn State to put up a anywhere between a seven and five to nine and three season, and they're saying that the Wisconsin game you know could be a, a loss and they're saying that you know the Auburn game could be a loss due to their quarterback play. It seems like. Sean Clifford and Bo Nix are like the Spider Man meme, like looking back at each other. Well, and so I, I told I told Chase this the other day. I watched Penn State. I mean, everybody makes fun of me, and I, I get it. It's it's a really weird fetish to like Big Ten football the way that I do. But I watched Penn State a lot last year, and they were slow. They were yeah. bad. They were terrible. They last were year. slow. And I <laughs> yeah, they were terrible. And I've seen what slow teams do against SEC teams: Indiana versus Ole Miss. Yeah, SEC teams beat slow Big Ten teams. Ohio State's not a traditional Big Ten team. No, they go recruit. No, that's why they dominate their conference. Yeah, they recruit kids who can run. Yeah. Well, man, it was good. It was good calling in, man. I can't wait. You know, uh, to call in some more throughout this season, man. And you boys, uh, keep on having a good show. Hey, right, real no, quick, thanks. seven and five, yep. or sorry, eight and four, losing to Alabama and Georgia, or six and six, but you beat Bama. Hey man, look, I'm an Auburn fan, man. I'm just I'm not asking just a question. That Alabama game as a loss. Do you do you not know that three of the fans, three of the past four times Alabama brought their little happy behind and Jordan has stayed on, they done left his losers. And the only time they won was when we had Jeremy Johnson at quarterback. I forgot about Come that. Come on, man, I'm not giving you that. This this Auburn defense is gonna be nasty. It's gonna be good this year. It's gonna be good. Auburn is uh Brown Harson and Auburn are having a uh you know, like a fan day, you know, open experience or uh, next Saturday where they have an open practice for the fans. So I'm going to be up there and check, you know, check everything out, see for myself. So, you know, I feel a little bit better after that. All right, Grind. Be good. <laughs> All right, man. I can tell you've never lived a day in Alabama. Not a day. Yeah, Auburn and Alabama fans don't chalk that game up. They don't just go, no, ah, well, that was. No, they, they, they no, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> there is no surrender. <laughs> they don't say, well, you know, probably won't win that one. Nope. Doesn't work like that. <laughs> they fill out their Athlon. They don't just write L's all over the, all no, over the page. No. At worst, they give that game a toss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. No surrender. That's, that's a different... That's a different creature. Oh, it's been fun tonight. Uh, let's see what else we got going. Cole, we've said this. They should. Ole Miss should thank the guy that got him into the league back in 1930-whatever. Put that statue up somewhere because that set a lot in motion. And like I said, Ole Miss and State both should tar and feather the guy that got State into the league or built the school instead of not having one university. Yeah. Change such a trajectory. From an athletic standpoint, I mean, just, just, 
Yeah. Indescribable. Because if there was just one school in Mississippi, it'd be a different Academically, be athletically, a, though. It'd be I mean, a different deal be completely. A big school. Sure. I mean. But Ole Miss should really put up the. Whoever that dude was. Whoever he was. Because that cat, that was a big move. It was a big move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he made a decision one day, and that was. That was a big decision. I mean, can you imagine being the guy at Sewanee or Tulane who was like, no, we don't want to do this? Well, like Sewanee, whatever, because it is what it is. But Tulane. Yeah. Because they'd, they'd be protected. The league wouldn't kick them out. No. Be another academic school down. I mean. Yeah. You'd screw with LSU just enough. Get a kid occasionally and do some stuff. Oh, it'd be a different deal. Sure, you could recruit New Orleans. I mean. What a rivalry that would be. LSU Tulane in an SEC deal. Mm-hmm. I know. Mark just joins us. Hey, Mark. Mark missed the Tennessee portion of the conversation. Although yeah. I think I, I sense that Mark is is more south on Tennessee than any of us are. Any of us, yes. I think that's that's a that's a fair. Uh, hey, who do we have? This is uh, Drew in Madison, uh, hey, Delta Drew. Road Twenty Two. What's up, guys? Been a uh, while. Yeah, it's been a little while. I've had another child since the last time we talked. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, congratulations. What did you have, boy or girl? Another girl, uh, two-time girl dad. So I'm, I'm up there with you, Neil. Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about that guy who called earlier. Uh, I think his name was Jason, maybe. That's kind of do I try for a third or I just accept my fate and uh, you know, kind of cover my losses there no, on you, the you, weddings. You got to keep trying. Got to give it. Got to give it one know. more I shot. Kinda, I like the girls. I must am like a little bit partial. But we we always assumed Carson would be a girl until. I mean, I've I've told this story before. We were at the ultrasound for Carson, and both of the girls were with us. And the technician looked at me, and she said, "Do you know what it is?" And I said, "Yeah." She said, "What is it?" I said, "I make girls." And, and uh, she she didn't say anything. A little while later, she said, "Are you sure?" That's the first moment that I realized, oh my God. So yeah, you should you should absolutely keep trying. And I, and I would have been perfectly at peace with having another girl. Yeah, that's kinda of where I'm at now. Yeah, you know, it's all overrated at this point. You know, I got a brother, he can continue on the family name if that's important to anybody. But uh <laughs> I was uh laughing about the Sawani thing. I keep forgetting that they're a, a thing. But apparently and Chase, you may have to fact check me on this, but I have a friend that's really in the weeds on like SEC history, and apparently Swanee has a like could rejoin the SEC if they wanted to. They have a a permanent invitation back if they wanted to. Now, whether or not that's true or not, that has been the. I just know, I feel like that'd be some logistical years. issues. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. There's no way that and on paper at least that there was a it was the. You can leave, but if you ever want to come back, you can. And I just always thought that was kind of hilarious because, like, there's no way the SEC would take Swanee back now. Yeah, yeah I think he I argues think, to this day. I think Sankey would say, uh, "Our connection's not good," and he just click. <laughs> That's fair. They play D three football now. Yeah, yeah, oh, long, a long road back to getting ready for Swanee versus Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, it'd be must watch television for one. You know. For a few reasons, maybe just like that, some kids getting destroyed that should be on the intramural team at uh, Ole Miss. Be rough. Um, 
real quick, I was uh, <clears throat> just thinking about uh, what was it? Um, we were talking. Y'all were talking about it earlier. Um, oh man, I forgot. I guess it doesn't matter. All right, y'all. It was good to talk to y'all. Been a long time. Hope everybody's doing well. Thank y'all for uh, putting it on tonight. Absolutely, Thanks, Drew. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, we had a um, super chat a moment ago. Let me find it. There it is. From Holly. First time listener, viewer, husband got me hooked. Love the show. Thank you, Holly. Good to have you with us. Jump on in with the rest of our... Up to 4.1% right there. A little higher than that tonight. Yeah. I think it's closer to 10% than... Yeah, I think think we're on on up there a little bit. That's uh, that's great. Uh, Let's see... Yeah, as they said, soccer did get rained out. We have the press release now. Yeah. Uh, the ETSU thing. So the, uh, the lightning strike was probably a giveaway. Yeah, I think <laughs> we, we, we saw that. We, probably weren't going to get that game in. Yeah, we felt that. So, anyway. Uh, i with you for a couple hours here uh, here today. It's tomorrow's podcast. We will, if you want to go back and listen, we'll, I'll, I'll edit out all the riffraff from uh, our little technical difficulty there prior to uh, to putting that up. And it'll said seven minutes and something, right? Yeah, we got started back at yeah. like seven twenty. Okay, so seven minutes or something for uh, for seven, that one. Seven thirty-seven because I remember thinking it was yeah. like a plane. You guys uh, exceeded our expectations tonight from a stream and a call standpoint. So appreciate all of you the uh, the Valentine's Day questions, the weddings, the uh, football talk too. Got Grind's mic fixed. You did a pretty good job there. You got that all solved. So thanks. I don't know if Grind just like moved away from something and it fixed it, but uh, I fixed a couple of settings. It's, it's kind of like Billy Chapel in for love of the game. Neil like spills mustard on his shirt, hit a button, and suddenly it it, it sounded better, even though we have no idea what he did. So I, that's I, I I know what I did. Okay, fair enough. We'll, believe it or not, we'll let you claim that. Believe it or not, I actually. So tomorrow's podcast, we'll be back with you from a podcast standpoint on Monday. I hope all of you have a wonderful, safe weekend. Stay out of the rain. Take care, and we will talk to you again very soon. Very soon. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.